One Week Season. One Week Season fam, La Familia. Welcome back. Today is Monday, August 7th. This is Mike Johnson, M. Johnson 86, coming to you with your Monday Market Updates and News Reactions podcast. Again, this is One Week Season, our Best Ball Plus product and subscription. Uh, Mondays, this is available on all public podcast feeds. Uh, our product focuses Tuesday through Thursday on game theory specific training. Uh, we are starting to get more and more content up on the site, uh, written content as well. Rankings are updated. Uh, you know, things keep happening. The market keeps uh, changing. Um, a lot to go over there. So our Tuesday through Thursday uh, content, hopefully all our subscribers are listening and enjoying that. And peak draft season is upon us again today on Mondays. We dive into uh, all the various news throughout the league and of course uh, preseason games will start this week we had one game the hall of fame game uh, to kick off the season last thursday between the browns and jets and now we have a full slate coming up this week Uh, so on next week's pod monday pod we'll have a lot more to talk about uh, in regards to uh, some on-field action that we can evaluate uh, this week, it's a lot of news out of training camp, some injury news and contract updates. So uh, we will go ahead and get rolling with that. Once again, we're going to run through all of the uh, teams in the NFL a little quicker than we did last week. Uh, next week, we'll go a little bit more in depth, uh, but we're going to go through each team and just uh, some quick updates and kind of fire through them. So we'll start in Atlanta. Uh, Bijan Robinson continues to impress, uh, doing some really uh, crazy things. Of course, we we knew the prospect and the athlete that uh, Bijan was coming out of college, uh, and certainly it looks like it is wheels up for him. Uh, you know, justifying that first round draft capital that he has been demanding all draft season, uh, and kind of solidifying himself. He'd occasionally fall into the second round in some drafts. Uh, you know, in June and July, uh, but looks like he will uh, be firmly entrenched in the first round. If you want to draft him, you can't wait this year or this month. Um, Kyle Pitts, big announcement, uh, will not start the season on the pup list. Uh, good sign for his recovery. Uh, should continue uh, to improve and, and be ready to rock for week one would be the expectation at this point. Uh, it's just a matter of effectiveness for him. Uh, if he can rebound from a dis- relatively disappointing first two seasons in the league and on a run-first, uh, run-oriented offense. Um, if he can have the volume required or the big plays required uh, to give that top five tight end finish uh, that his drafters are looking for. Um, and then finally, Mac Hollins uh, ha- appears to have solidified himself in the starting lineup. Uh, Hollins is... Um, going to be the wide receiver too. Again, a bit of a more run-heavy offense, but Holland's available in the last round of drafts. Uh, certainly would expect with his uh, physicality and skill set 
being on the field that much. Uh, he can contribute at least a couple of spike weeks, usable weeks uh, throughout the season. Moving on to Arizona, uh, no real updates. Uh, Kyler Murray is still rehabbing, hopeful for week one, um, but has also you know thrown some water on that fire a little bit. Uh, as he has talked about, he's going to play once he's ready. Um, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, will be interesting, the Arizona backfield, James Conner, uh, looks like he should be the workhorse to start the season. Uh, Keontae Ingram, the second-year running back, uh, who we expect to be the, his backup um, and potentially gain more work throughout the season. He's missed some time with an undisclosed injury, so uh, will be interesting to see uh, how that shakes out, and the preseason will certainly tell us a lot. In Baltimore, J.K. Dobbins continues to fall in drafts. Uh, his ADP uh, continues to fall further and further. Again, this is Monday, August 7th. Uh, yesterday, I completed a draft on DraftKings where I selected him 94th overall. So that's the end of the eighth round. Of course, he was going pretty consistently in the um, fifth or early sixth round uh, for multiple months. So um, if he does in, indeed show up at some point, which uh, I would be surprised if he does not, um, it'll be, uh, you know, there's a lot of value there potentially in Dobbins. Um, and Zay Flowers, the rookie wide receiver, continues to impress. Uh, the reports are he is doing a great job at creating separation. The Ravens' defense, of course, is, uh, you know, it's not a bunch of slouches. So if Flowers is creating a lot of separation, um, and separation, you know, is so important for wide receivers as, uh, you know, being able to consistently get open uh, gives you more opportunities, creates more targets, um, and we know targets and volume is what uh, drives fantasy production. So uh, Flowers being able to consistently get open against good defenders at the NFL level, very good sign uh, for his outlook this season, um, but his price continues to go up uh, in the seventh round ADP range now. In Buffalo, uh, James Cook, drawing rave reviews, made a few highlight reel catches, uh, made a couple long runs at the Bills' open practice, um, and his price continues to rise. He is someone I've written about multiple times. I'm very high on him, um, you know, and I think that uh, you know he is even with that rising price, he is someone that I want to be heavily exposed to kind of a perfect fit for zero RB or hero RB uh, type of teams. Uh, Dalton Kincaid appears to be heavily involved. The uh, Bills general manager, Brandon Bean, was quoted uh, this week talking about different ways that Kincaid's skill set will be used. Um, and, you know, he is a player who uh, actually fell quite a bit in the draft due to some concerns about a back issue. Um, so, Certainly something that we can uh, keep an eye on there with uh, Kincaid's usage and uh, who he's on the field with in the preseason. And then finally, Gabe Davis uh, appears much healthier this year than he has in the past or he, that he, than he was uh, early last season. Um, so, you know, a bit of a disappointing year last year as Davis emerged as the Bills' clear number two option, wide receiver option. Had a couple of spike weeks, but on the whole uh, was a bit disappointing. Uh, chance for him to uh, bounce back with a big 
year this year. In Carolina, nothing really of note. Uh, Miles Sanders missed a day or so of practice. Uh, nothing serious there. Uh, he's back on the field. Uh, the wide receiver room uh, looks pretty clear, uh, at least at the top. Um, you know, Adam Thielen is going to be the top dog, him and DJ Chark. Uh, after that, it'll be interesting to see how things go with Jonathan Mingo, the rookie, uh, LaVisca Chenault being used uh, in some creative ways, and then Terrace Marshall, a talented third-year player, potentially getting some opportunities. So uh, that'll be something to watch throughout the preseason. Uh, Bryce Young continues to impress everybody uh, in camp with his uh, playmaking and his ability to spread the ball around and make smart decisions. So uh, definitely interested to see the Panthers this preseason. Uh, in Chicago, uh, Justin Fields continues to show improvement. Uh, DJ Moore is the clear alpha there. Uh, the one thing of note would be Chase Claypool. There's been some positive vibes coming out of camp about Claypool being very impressive. Uh, that would certainly be huge for the Bears. Uh, Claypool has all the physical ability in the world. Uh, so if he were able to put it together, uh, this offense becomes pretty scary in a hurry. In Cincinnati, uh, nothing new in the backfield uh, or the receiving core. The main focus would be on Joe Burrow. Uh, the main thing that happened this last week, Jamar Chase made some comments about uh, him personally telling Joe Burrow that he thinks he should sit out potentially until week five to make sure that that calf strain is healthy. The reasoning being that uh, he wants Burrow healthy, uh, fully recovered, and able to make a deep playoff run. Um, will be interesting to see where that plays out, uh, but Burrow's ADP taking a big hit. You can get him in the fifth round pretty consistently now. Again, one of those areas where there is potential value to be had at the moment. In Cleveland, uh, the Browns played in the Hall of Fame game. Uh, most of the main players uh, did not play in that game, of course, on both teams. Uh, really, the biggest thing was uh, came from who did not play with Jerome Ford, uh, the expected RB2, uh, being completely inactive. Uh, clearly, he is part of the plans for this offense. Would expect him to get a handful of carries every game, uh, potentially be involved on third downs. Uh, Ford is someone that the team was high on after they drafted him last year. They have since let Dearness Johnson and Kareem Hunt walk in free agency uh, and have not brought anyone else in. So, uh, Ford, someone who I'm very interested in. I'm very, especially interested in him uh, on teams if I can get Deshaun Watson, uh, if I can get um, you know a Cleveland stack involving the running back. Uh, you know, Ford could potentially be uh, a weak winner at some point during the year if uh, Nick Chubb misses any real time. Um, and of course, he should see enough touches to where he can give you some usable weeks, even if Chubb is healthy. Uh, in Dallas, uh, biggest things, you know, potentially the the Cowboys could bring in a running back at some point, um, but they're going to wait for a while, it sounds like. Uh, they want to give Deuce Vaughn and Malik Davis plenty of run this preseason. Um, so potentially Ezekiel Elliott or a uh, different veteran running back could be added to the mix at some point, but for the time being, that is not the case. Uh, Brandon Cooks appears rejuvenated. He's someone, you know, frankly, I might have been uh, too low on throughout this offseason. 
Um, but it sounds like um, the Houston situation just got really ugly last year. Um, and maybe his lack of performance had more to do with uh, how the team was doing and him specifically trying to kind of protect himself and his body, um, feeling kind of betrayed by the organization, uh, which would not be the first time we've heard something like that out of Houston. So uh, potentially rejuvenated. When you think about him rejuvenated, uh, C.D. Lamb, of course, we know what he's capable of. And Michael Gallup, another year removed from his ACL injury, uh, could be wheels up for Dak Prescott. In Denver, the wide receiver core, uh, things are pretty clear at this point now. Tim Patrick tore his Achilles. K.J. Hamler was uh, released after announcing he is battling uh, some personal health issues, I believe. Um, I don't remember the exact kind, but something, some sort form of cancer. Uh, so he's focusing on that. So uh, that leaves us with Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, and Marvin Mims as the top three wide receivers. In my article last week of my 2024 Crystal Ball article, uh, Marvin Mims emerging next year as the uh, Broncos' top wide receiver um, was one of my predictions. Um, really, that whole trio uh, has a potential to have a nice season. It's all going to come down to Russell Wilson and if he can turn things around with new head coach Sean Payton. In Detroit, uh, two biggest things. Um, you know, it seems like nothing, but Shane Zilstra, the tight end, uh, suffered a knee injury. Uh, it sounds like he's going to miss the season. Um, obviously, Zilstra is not someone anyone was drafting, but this does matter. Uh, Zilstra played 30% or more of the snaps in the last six games of the 2022 season for the Lions. Um, so losing him uh, just further cements the idea that rookie tight end Sam Laporta out of Iowa uh, is going to have a huge opportunity, is very likely to start the year as the Lions starter and be on the field a ton uh, with his athleticism and a good offense. Uh, that's a lot. That's a huge weekly upside. I'm not sure uh, how consistent he will be or what his overall yearly numbers will be, but I would expect uh, somewhere in the two to five game range of uh, very usable weeks from Laporta if he stays healthy. In Green Bay, uh, Luke Musgrave, again, uh, rookie tight end. Uh, it's rare usually, but uh, another one that looks like he is the tight end one uh, looked is looking very fast by all reports um, on the field and on the Packers' inner squad scrimmage on Saturday night. Made a couple of nice big plays uh, down the field, up the seam, uh, showed off that speed. Um, you know, so certainly another option there. Um, Really, his his price is much lower than Laporta's currently. That has is mostly to do with the expectations for their respective offenses, with Detroit having a little bit more momentum than Green Bay's at the moment. Uh, speaking of the offense, very practice reports on the offense. Um, some good, some bad. Uh, there's been some videos of some nice throws Jordan Love's made. Uh, Christian Watson, Romeo Dubs, Jaden Reed looking good in practice. The running backs... Uh, doing some nice things, um, but also some negative reports about Jordan Love making some mistakes and uh, just the offense struggling in general. The thing you have to keep in mind uh, when you have these practice training camp reports uh, is that the team is playing against itself. So uh, while some of these reports and some of these, uh, there were a couple national reporters who were kind of uh, 
going after Love and talking uh, negatively about him this last week. Uh, it's also possible the Packers' defense is going to be really, really good. Uh, and we know that they had a string at the end of last year. Uh, they held, you know, their last six or seven games, uh, they gave up less than 20 points per game, kind of figured some things out. And when you uh, look at the fact they have so much talent, they added some talent, uh, and they have a lot of people returning this year, uh, you know, the defense could just be really, really good. And uh, Jordan Love could look uh, bad on some days because he's facing a top five defense in practice every day. Um, and that's also something that could benefit him uh, when he gets back on the field. So uh, reports like that, I am not super concerned about, um, you know, and there's, you know, sometimes going the opposite way of how everyone else is interpreting it is uh, a way you can create some profit and some leverage. In Houston, uh, CJ Stroud, uh, is the main thing that I'm seeing. Uh, he's falling on DraftKings and drafters, uh, his ADP and where I'm seeing him fall to in drafts. Uh, I'm not sure exactly why. It seems pretty locked in. He'll be the week one starter, but reports of a run-heavy offense um, there, I, I'm guessing, is the main reason uh, that his ADP is falling and why he's being available later. Uh, but a very talented player, um, had some huge games against some very good college defenses. Uh, so he's he's an interesting one. Um, and that really that Houston offense, um, you know, it's, it's a different team this year than it was last year. So uh, the stink of 2022 remains and is potentially making that a place that we can chase some value. In Indianapolis, Jonathan Taylor update. Uh, there really is none, still not practicing, still doesn't have a new contract. Uh, still varying rumors on uh, if teams are interested uh, and what if the Colts would even entertain trading, trading him. Uh, the whole issue with the uh, uh, alleged back injury and the Colts maybe being able to put him on the non-football injury list and refuse to pay him, uh, it's just a weird situation. I really have uh, no locked-in idea on what's going to happen. Um, the other thing out of Indianapolis, Michael Pittman made some very positive comments on Anthony Richardson, and that is particularly interesting because uh, Richardson is basically, uh, someone on Twitter put this out, he is the same size as Derrick Henry, uh, but runs a slightly faster 40 time, and he can throw at 60 yards. So uh, again, my love for Richardson this year uh, continues to grow. And I think he is going to have just a monster rookie season. In Jacksonville, uh, just positive buzz all around about the offense. Uh, you know, Trevor Lawrence looks great. Calvin Ridley, Zay Jones, Christian Kirk uh, continue to uh, impress and, and are a very uh, formidable trio of wide receivers. And Evan Ingram obviously coming off a very strong season uh, and finished to the 2022 season. Um, and then in the backfield, uh, I don't think I've gone a day in the last week where I haven't heard positive things coming out of Jacksonville about Tank Bigsby. Uh, and Travis Etienne uh, is someone that Doug Peterson talked about having a 1,600-yard rushing season. So uh, really positive stuff all around them. Um, you know, it makes sense. And, I mean, really this Jaguars team could potentially uh, be in store for uh, the type of jump to an elite offensive level uh, that we saw from the Bengals in Joe Burrow, Burrow's second season. 
Um, I think you can kind of throw out uh, Trevor Lawrence's rookie season, uh, just that train wreck with the Urban Meyer situation. And if you think about uh, the Jaguars then uh, last year to this year, their second year in Doug Peterson's system with so much talent and an elite quarterback, uh, yeah, things are looking good there. Um, in Kansas City, uh, running back Daneric Prince is continuing to show out uh, a lot of positive vibes with him. He's getting some run with the ones as Isaiah Pacheco uh, works his way back into uh, shape. So uh, potentially Prince is uh, would ch- bite into the Jarek McKinnon role. Um, also could potentially put Clyde Edwards-Lair's uh, roster spot um, in jeopardy. So we'll we'll see what happens there. Obviously, uh, being on the field with Patrick Mahomes, a very va- valuable thing. Uh, in Los Angeles, we'll start with the Chargers. Uh, nothing new as far as the market uh, in regards to specific players there. Um, the one thing I will note is the situation I'll be monitoring is the running back two situation. Um, Austin Eckler has always seeded, um, you know, 20, you know, 25 to 35% of the workload in snaps and some of the less valuable touches. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see, is Joshua Kelly, is it Isaiah Spiller? Do they bring in a veteran? Um, so I'll be paying close attention to that uh, backup running back situation for the Chargers over the next few weeks. Staying in Los Angeles, uh, the Rams, Cooper Cup, of course, hurt his hamstring Sounds like he will be okay, but there's varying reports on the timeline he'll come back. Of course, uh, ended last year with the ankle injury, um, missed the last seven or eight games of the season. Uh, So returning from injury, turning 30 years old this year, little bit of concern there. Uh, More so if, you know, if Cup were to miss, uh, it could put the whole offense in danger, Um, you know, taking kind of the focal point away from them. Uh, and he's, you know, probably their most talented player. So uh, should be okay, but he is his, uh, you know, his ADP is falling. He's being available later in the first round now uh, than he has been pretty much any point during the draft cycle. Uh, so potentially some value, some ability to create some teams uh, that you might not have been able to uh, for the first few months. Uh, so it'll be interesting how that plays out. Uh, I'm also more interested in uh, Puka Nasua. I believe I'm saying that correctly. The rookie wide receiver who has had positive vibes, uh, you know, coming out since the rookie mini camps after he was drafted by the Rams this year. Uh, he is an interesting player, uh, just in that he, um, you know, given extra opportunities, given those reps with the ones while Cup is out, uh, he's somebody who I could see kind of. Uh, elevating to a second uh, consistent wide receiver threat. Um, you know, his skill set, a uh, little bit more of the short and intermediate route, uh, sure-handed wide receiver. Uh, staying in with the Rams, then uh, the running back situation, Cam Akers clearly the guy, but Kyron Williams, second-year running back, who bet, uh, was hyped last offseason uh, only to uh, deal with injury issues, um, is being talked up as the clear number two running back for the Rams, uh, making some plays in the passing game, uh, probably going to be used as a returner. So uh, he could be cutting into that Cam Akers workhorse uh, theory that we've been working on. Um, and certainly 
it sounds like Kyron Williams is the clear uh, backup where if Akers were to miss time, Kyron would be um, somebody would want to be targeting. So uh, keep him in mind towards the end of drafts. In Las Vegas, Josh Jacobs still holding out. Jimmy Garoppolo back healthy. Jacoby Myers looking very good. Uh, you know, nothing else really uh, to note there. There's been some rumors of Brown, Devontae Adams, you know, he talk with, you know, Aaron Rodgers. And there's a, always seems to be drama uh, around people who are connected to Aaron Rodgers. But, um, you know, nothing new there. I'm still expecting Jacobs to uh, re- return at some point and to play uh, this season. And he's dropping to the fourth round. Uh, fairly frequently on uh, DraftKings or drafters, the end of the third or early fourth round, you can have him there. So uh, potentially value there, uh, but also some risk um, without question. Uh, In Miami, offensively, nothing has really changed. Uh, Some rumors around bringing in Dalvin Cook, uh, nothing substantiated there yet. Uh, No update on the Tyreek Hill legal situation. Uh, The biggest thing I've seen is Jalen Ramsey, uh, Torres meniscus had surgery on it. Sounds like he's going to be out uh, for quite some time. Um, that hurts the defense. And my takeaway is there's more shootout potential for the offense uh, by losing a lockdown corner. Uh, greater likelihood of other teams making big plays uh, and forcing um, some downfield attacking to Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddell. Not that head coach Mike McDaniel needs much encouragement to use them. In Minnesota, Alexander Madison's price is dropping. Uh, He is not the shiny new toy anymore that he was when Dalvin Cook was first released. Uh, He's available pretty often on DraftKings and drafters in the sixth round. Um, Someone who looks like he is the clear uh, top running back there. Uh, Definitely uh, an interesting uh, target I went in on our Discord into why I'm not too worried about um, those teams that were able to get him later before the Cook release. So if you're in our Discord, go check out those comments uh, in our Best Ball Plus premium subscriber feed. Um, you know, And then uh, the backup running back situation, it sounds like nobody's really impressing. Uh, so would not be surprised to see Minnesota bring in a uh, veteran running back. Uh, whether it's Kareem Hunt, Ezekiel Elliott, someone like that, uh, to spell Madison a bit. Um, Even with that, I would think Madison will be clearly the main guy. In New England, it looks like with Tyquan Thornton missing some time, uh, it appears that the top three wide receivers for the uh, Patriots are going to be Juju Smith-Schuster, Devontae Parker, and Kendrick Bourne. Of course, three vets. A lot of stink on that offense as well, uh, but we've talked about it before. We should expect uh, better scheme, better approach uh, on the offensive side of the ball for them. Um, Biggest takeaway for me has been the consistent drumbeat on Hunter Henry uh, and his, um, you know, his his role in the offense and consistently being a top target in practices for Mac Jones. Uh, So I think Henry is one of those late round tight ends uh, can give you consistently um, usable weeks and uh, put up, you know, eight to 12 points. In New Orleans, the Alvin Kamara suspension finally came down only three games. So half what some people were expecting, uh, some were expecting six games under the personal conduct policy. 
So a three-game suspension for Kamara. Uh, you know, speaking of Kamara, the, the reports are that he is looking more explosive this year, uh, potentially could have a return of efficiency uh, when he does uh, get back on the field. So with only missing three games and potentially being closer to his old self, uh, you know, potentially Kamara uh, could be one that turns out we look back at as a value. You um, know, Benjamin Torres Achilles, uh, Kareem Hunt has been brought in today uh, for a workout by the Saints. Uh, so a lot going on in that backfield there. Uh, definitely something we'll have to keep an eye on reports and preseason uh, usage and workloads with Jamal Williams and Kendra Miller uh, kind of being the top two dogs, uh, at least to start the season for the Saints. In New York, uh, Daniel Jones sounds like he looks very comfortable in his second year in Brian Dable's system. Darren Waller, clearly the alpha uh, of the receiving core, uh, seeing the most targets from Jones uh, so far in practices, him and Barkley at the top. Uh, Jalen Hyatt's ADP is spiking as he has made some uh, wow plays in camp. Uh, certainly somebody that I think will be involved, although uh, you know my inclination at this point is that Isaiah Hodgins, Darius Slayton, and Paris Campbell will open the season as the three starting wide receivers. Uh, bottom line, a lot of wide receivers involved, uh, but there should be usable weeks to go around. Uh, certainly a situation I'm looking to target as they are all very cheap. In New York, uh, of course, they played in the Hall of Fame game. Um, every, most of the people who are fantasy relevant uh, sat out, and we are still waiting on news uh, on Dalvin Cook, who is most strongly connected to the Jets. Uh, so a lot to uh, see how that plays out there. Uh, in Philadelphia, the main focus is on questions around the backfield. Uh, we don't really know. Rashad Penny... Uh, DeAndre Swift and Kenneth Gainwell all have had some very positive things coming out about them. Um, so I think that, uh, you know, again, it's a situation where the ambiguity keeps any of them uh, from being overly expensive. Um, but the payoff potentially in uh, one of the league's top three offenses is without question. In Pittsburgh, uh, nothing really of note as far as injuries or depth chart. Uh, George Pickens made some highlight real catches, which we uh, shouldn't be surprised by. We know he is capable of that, so nothing new there or nothing that really moves the needle. In San Francisco, Elijah Mitchell battering, uh, battering, excuse me, battling uh, an injury going to be out for a week or two, opens the door for Jordan Mason and Tyrion Davis-Price to pursue uh, that running back two Spot behind Christian McCaffrey, obviously the 49ers offense, very valuable spot to be getting touches. So those are guys to consider and keep an eye on throughout the preseason and at the end of drafts. Uh, Brock Purdy continues to be on track to start week one, uh, making Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, and George Kittle uh, very appealing for their spike week potential, uh, but they're also going to be frustrating on a weekly basis. Um, So just build your teams accordingly if you are drafting them. In Seattle, uh, of course, there's always running back injuries in Seattle, it seems. Uh, Zach Charbonnet uh, missed some time with a shoulder injury, was supposedly out indefinitely, uh, but he's back already. And then uh, Kenneth Walker uh, is nursing a groin issue. Sounds like he's week to week. Hard to say what is going to happen 
there. Um, you know, hard to say what he is, uh, you know, how serious that actually might be. Um, so again, just questions. Pete Carroll's the type. It's hard to, to get much from his information. Um, and yeah, we'll see what happens. Kenny McIntosh, the rookie running back out of Georgia, uh, who got hyped up by a few people when Walker and Charbonnet popped up with injuries, uh, now has a knee sprain of his own and is going to be out for a while, it sounds like. So uh, we'll just have to to keep an eye on what actually happens and when these guys get back on the field um, and adjust accordingly. In Tampa Bay, uh, nothing really of note other than Kyle Trask and Baker Mayfield uh, from reports are underwhelming in practice. Uh, again, as we talked about with the Packers, uh, we don't always know with those situations, is it a function of the offense really being that bad? Is the defense playing well? Um, is it just a few plays where situationally uh, maybe the offense is forced to do some things? Uh, biggest thing of note was a report that Chase Edmonds is likely to be the third down back this season. Uh, that would be a big chunk out of Rashad White's uh, volume projection, which is kind of what is holding uh, him afloat and making him uh, appealing in drafts. So uh, some questions there, and we'll see how that plays out and have to, to follow the the tea leaves on that one. In Tennessee, uh, the biggest market changes are Traylon Burks and Chig Conquo, the tight end. Uh, their ADP is continuing to fall. Uh, big discounts now, which is interesting to me. Obviously, the DeAndre Hopkins signing uh, changed their volume outlook, uh, but the offense as a whole should be much more efficient. So I think that the uh, spike weeks that Traylon and Chig are capable of haven't necessarily changed that much, um, and they are now much cheaper. A couple of guys that I'm getting more and more interested in by the day, and Traylon Burks is a guy uh, on DraftKings. His ADP is in the mid-90s, um, so I'm getting a lot of him uh, in that 8th or ninth round um, range. And then in Washington, nothing of note on injuries or the depth chart, uh, so we will just see how Sam Howell looks in his first preseason action. Uh, and how the backfield splits look uh, with the first team offense on the field. With that said, we are all done. We will be back tomorrow with our Tuesday Game Theory training session on our Best Ball Plus premium uh, podcast feed. So we will be there with all our subscribers tomorrow uh, diving in. I had a long one last week. Uh, we'll keep going tomorrow, and I will uh, kind of review some stuff we talked about earlier in the offseason uh, refresh and review and get people up to speed. Anyone new that's just jumped in in the last few weeks um, or the people who have, for those subs who have subs who have been uh, with us from the start, just a, a good little refresher on some uh, strategies uh, and theories uh, that I am big on for DraftKings and drafters. So with that said, have a great Monday. We will see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.